You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hi guys. Hey, this is Rick Hadrava from the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. Listen, this is a series of special additions I've been doing and conversations with business owners in the community, um, sharing their ideas with how they're and their challenges with how they're dealing with the times. I recently had a conversation with my friend Dima Ramadan from DBG Construction. And, um, you know, we started talking and and just really got into it. And so I never had the opportunity to put a little uh, the usual introduction in. So this is my introduction to my conversation with Dima Ramadan. I hope you like it. For us, my business partner and I, this is our third downturn. We yeah. opened up in May of 2007. And so we got hit with the recession right out the gates. Yeah. And so um, that's sort of my, my elevator speech to clients is we're recession babies. And that's why we've always been most efficient and been able to keep costs down against our competitors is we learned the ropes the hard way. We learned the the life hard knocks. And so um, 2013 hit and we, and you said the word we pivoted. So in 07, we were both, we just happened that day to go to lunch together because, you know, we're running a business on our own and he's out in the field and I'm in the office and, and we're, we're going a thousand miles an hour. We're working 18 hour days. And so we were like, Hey, let's just go to the, let's meet today for lunch and let's catch up on where we're at. And we're sitting at one of our favorite restaurants. It's no longer around. And the owners were two Persian women, just beautiful, funny sisters. And so um, we're sitting at the restaurant and it's called the library. Is it down? Yeah, I know where the library is. Yeah, Number library. Mm-hmm. And I just watching that screen, and my heart just my heart rate beating through my chest, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm in debt. I don't have a job. My business partner doesn't have a job. We're not even getting a paycheck, and now this happens, right? Like. We can't shut down shop and go get a job. We're not hireable. We just quit and started a company. No one's going to hire us. Yep. And on top of it, we just quit and started a company three, day, three months before the market crashed. We're the last hireable person on the face of this earth. And so <clears throat> we, we did what we know we could do. We kept our head down. We worked hard and just said, we just have to survive. We just have to survive one day at a time. We just have to survive long enough to see it through to the other side. That is it. Yep. And part of why I'm able to keep my head down is I'm not a fan of the media. I don't listen to the media. I don't watch the media. I don't <laughs> read the social media. I don't listen to the news. Yep. All media, I am completely oblivious to the world. The only time I know what's happening, and I've done this since I was a little girl, I remember my sister called me in Stillwater. She's like, where are you? And I'm like, in my room studying. There's a tornado coming. Had no idea. 
didn't right. I was like, well, yeah, it's it's raining pretty hard outside. I just if I'm gonna die tomorrow, I'm gonna live today to the fullest, and then I'm gonna enjoy it, and I'm not gonna freak out about what could possibly happen tomorrow. Right. And I'm not saying it's for everybody. This is just me. This this is who I truly am, and I um, it paralyzes me. In 13 years, I started to understand myself better than ever before. Our business does well when I'm doing, when I'm mentally and physically well, right? When I'm taking care of myself and I, and I'm running on all cylinders, the company is doing awesome. Yep. I noticed that when I start to freeze up and I, um, The, the the best word is I just I become stagnant and I become paralyzed is because there's something or someone in my life that is causing it. And so I've noticed with certain teammates that have been a part of our team that have come on and they've paralyzed me and I can't function because it's just doom and gloom and just every you know, whatever like that person is draining me because they're not following the system and I'm begging and doing and, and trying to follow all the HR tactics of motivate them do right and at the end of the day you want to work or you don't want to work one of my core values is passion if you're not passionate i will set you free <laughs> i'm not going to show you the door i'm not going to slam the door on your face i'm going to set you free and i'm going to let you fly right? I, used to, I used to call that um releasing them to go chase their dreams right because obviously what you have in front of them isn't what gets them motivated exactly and then when you do find the ones that are motivated, the company soars. And I, I'm finally, it's taken me 13 years. I'm such a slow learner. I can feel that energy from that person. Yep. And if that energy is, is blowing and going and we're working together <clears throat> and we're finishing each other's sentences, we're going we're gonna to go through that finish line together. If not, no problem. There's the door. Go have fun. I'll still be your friend. I'll still be whatever. I'll still, you know, I'm not going to bang you from my Facebook or in all that. You know, I'm still going to say hi to you. I'm still going to, whatever we do, LinkedIn. I don't keep things personally. I mean, I've had employees, I recently found out, like, they took me off their Facebook, which is so funny. I'm like, one, I'm barely on Facebook, but the fact that I noticed that they took me off Facebook, and I was like, it just shows how petty people can be, Right? I completely agree. Yeah. You shouldn't have invited me to be your Facebook friend if you didn't, if you knew that it was based on a business relationship. Facebook's very personal. You shouldn't have ever invited me. That's and what LinkedIn's so, for, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what I want to know, though. So, so if you're if you're honest, which you are, if you're honest with me, what is the number one thing that's challenging you right now? Right. And how are you choosing to overcome that obstacle? The number one challenge that I have is the lack of facts that are coming out through all of our news sources and the emotion that is spilling through through social media, the news channels, the news anchors, journalists, 
bringing in their the personal emotional side of things and that is challenging for me when i have a team of 13 um not you not even but it, it, you know an office of 13 people inside the field inside the office and in the field and then hundreds of subcontractors who are calling and saying will you sign a letter guaranteeing me i'm not going to get covid on your job site my response is, do you want me to sign a letter and guarantee you're not going to die in a car wreck? This is no different <clears throat> than what we do on a daily basis. We put on our seatbelt, we put our hand on the 10 and 2, and we drive safely, and we look in our review mirror, and we look at our side mirrors, and we use our intelligence, our experience to get from point A to point B very safely. Well, it's like you said, it, you know, you can't make those decisions correctly when you're highly, well, let's, let's put it this way. When you're highly emotional and charged, mm -hmm. it's hard to make good decisions sometimes. And with all the lack of facts, I, I totally get what you're saying. With all the lack of fact out there and all the drama and people's concerns, I mean, look, there's a part of me that says I can't blame that, you know, subcontractor for reaching out and asking about it. Because they're probably scared. Um, and, and, but you bring up a good point. You have to keep grounded and uh, keep your hands on the wheel. Oklahomans are some of the most resilient human beings I've ever met. And this is why I choose to be in Oklahoma. I love the people and I love the state. You say tornado, we know how to prepare. <clears throat> I had a girlfriend in college from California Every time we have three different types of tornado warnings on the TV, right? And you have a tornado warning, a tornado storm, and I, and I don't even remember because it's been so long since I've even seen it on the TV. And it's the most, um, the warning one where it's not even remotely going to happen, but they still just say it, right? This is warning. She's yeah. in the basement studying. Where's Amy? She's in the basement. She is so deathly scared of her tornado. She's never seen a tornado. She's never been in a tornado. But her whole MO was, I'm a California girl. I don't know what tornadoes are. You guys are so, you act like there's nothing going on. But the minute that little buzzer, ladies and gentlemen, we're having a tornado warning. She grabbed her books and she's sprinting down the stairs to save her life. So it's and all so, dependent all dependent on your anchor a little bit because I imagine she's kind of accustomed to earthquakes. Exactly, and that was our thing. What about earthquakes? I'm I'm and I would you know my whole thing was is how do I know if I go to San Francisco there's an earthquake that the earth isn't going to open up and swallow me whole, like it does on Disney. Yep. And she's like, oh, don't worry about that. And I was like, no, I'm nervous. I. I see earthquakes, I, I see highways caving in and, and cars following hundreds of feet down. And, and, and I said, Amy, there's no difference. It's just like you said, it's our barometer. What are we accustomed to? Are you accustomed to driving in a rainstorm or are you not? And so <clears throat> we know factually that in the heat of the moment, emotional, happy or, or sad, either way, 
we don't think clearly. And so for me, my greatest challenge is trying to keep everybody on a stable, critical path just to think logically. I am seeing my sister text me all the funny stuff from Facebook and one of them said, some comedian, I'll save you all the lines, but at the very end, because it says, the media did not ask us to do X, Y, Z, save people's lives, all these different things. All they did was ask us to wash our hands. That's it. Wash your hands. Stay at home. It's no different than being asked to click your seatbelt and brush your teeth every day. These are normal things that we do day in and day out, and we don't think twice about it. And so this is raising awareness. Increase your hygiene. Go out if you essentially have to. Don't go gather and have drinks with your friends and go play and spread this thing. Don't go on vacation and, and all that, right? The, children, the, the, the students that got stuck in South, Africa, South America. And it's just be simple. I've been living my life. I am still coming to work. I'm keeping my head down. I'm getting all my little items done at the house that I needed to get done. I'm getting everything done at the office. Because I know at the end of the day, God willing, I'm going to be here at the end of the at the end of the road on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do what I need to do. Um, I'm seeing, I'm hearing stories about um, people's mothers that went through uh, the mumps and measles and all all of that when it was coming out. Today it isn't right. We have MMR shots. We don't even think about it. And then they're saying this was no different than back then. But back then, we didn't have social media. The, the journalism was very fact-based, non-emotional. They, they kept us informed, and we did what they told us to do. And it was only twice, twice a day that that news came on back then. Oh, when thank you. This 24-7 news feed that That's we get right. today. Yeah. That's right. I forgot 24 news feed did it, wasn't born until like 91 when the, the uh, desert storm broke out. Yep. Well, this is great. So my, what I hear you saying is, hey, I'm on my to-do list. I'm circling my team. I'm doing the training that I've wanted to get to for a while. I'm reviewing my systems and just getting myself ready for when we're back to whatever normal looks like on the other side of this. Yeah. I'm spending a lot more time with my family, which has been great. I'm enjoying this gorgeous weather. Yes. We're walking I mean, we see so many people walking, getting healthy, staying healthy, getting natural vitamin D. I, it's given me focus to understand how I got so burdened with all these events, the 16,000 events that I have going on between the hours of 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. It's given me clarity. It's given me a time to sit and reflect and say, okay, when we do come out of this, do I really want to go to 20 events a month or however many? I mean, I look back and I'm like, how did I do all of this? I, I, I'm working so hard right now that I don't know when I had time to go to events, but I'm realizing I was pushing myself to limits that this allows us, why don't we do more of these tele-events, mm -hmm. more meetings where I'm not driving so much? I mean, 
this is going to change how we do business and how um, it affects our industry. I am taking advantage of all the SBA disaster loans that are coming out. So the, the businesses that are hurting right now, we're planning, we're strategizing. Um, I just got a, an email from a friend who gave me a checklist of, you do have to re, reorganize and it had the seven steps from McKinsey of what they do. And I'm like, yeah. this is a really good time for me to look inward and study who on my team is there for the long run. You, you know, it's, it, I don't mean this, but I think you hit on a highlight that I think we're all thinking in the business world. And that was everybody was moving so fast. And, and what's interesting is they weren't able to get to a lot of the urgent things that they needed to, because we were all just going from this to that, to this, to that. And I think we all knew that there had to be some sort of reset. And I don't, I don't particularly care that for this being that reset, um, but it seems to be that one that slowed us down just enough to do a little more reflection, a little more review. And I love what you said, because I'm experiencing the same thing, more time with my family, you know, and, and just a, a opportunity to think about what do I need to do differently um, as we get caught up, you know, as we get back into it, do I want to go back onto that treadmill running fast or do I want to do this some different ways? Um, so I appreciate you sharing that with us, Dima. Um, listen, these are short. We're keeping them short. Uh, any last words that you would have uh, for our audience, you know, in regards to how to how to kind of get through this period? Take advantage of the downtime. Spend time with your family. Get your to-do list done. Strategize on how you're going to be stronger coming out of this personally and professionally and financially. Stick with the facts and don't get overburdened with items that are out of your control. We have doctors, politicians, lawyers, professionals, SBA loans that are going to help us to the other side. We have to do our part in this world. And my part right now is washing my hands, staying away and not congregating and just doing my part in my section of the world. Very good. Well, hey, listen, as always, <clears throat> excuse me, as always, uh, if you want to learn more about DEMA and DBG Construction, you can visit dbgconstruction.com. Make sure to check out our website, www.epicsbiz.com. That's epicsbiz.com forward slash podcast for this episode with the show notes. And also, if you would like to be a part of a new program that we're doing temporarily, at least, um, our, we call it our Friday Zoom calls. Give me an email at rick at epicsbiz.com. Let me know that you would like to be a part of that, and we will send you out the uh, special invitation, we'll call it. Other than that, guys, uh, weather the storm, stay with it, and remember, we're only getting started. The Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory, where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, 
and pursue next level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com slash formula. And remember, we're only getting started.